So I was watching this uh, old movie, 1957. It's called Written on the Wind. Uh, I am not here to recommend it to you. I don't think it's very good. Um, it's got Robert Stack, and uh, he is in love with this, uh, in love with some lady that he just met, and they're they're courting a little bit and dating, and he says, "I tell you, I'm on cloud seven. And I thought, did is this like how the mo- how you know the movie is dated? Like have have we come up with more clouds <laughs> since 1957? Well, it's inflation, is man. There... It's inflation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, adjusted adjusted for inflation. Think back to the 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 Coney Island uh, 4D cinema. They're up to like 8D at this point. Mm, yeah. you, you, you just got to keep one upping it. Oh yeah, well I'm on cloud eight. I'm I'm here to tell you that this cold open puts me on cloud ten. That's it. I, <laughs> I raised the bar. We're on cloud ten. Are we up to ten now? God, when I was a At kid, least. it was eight. Mm. <laughs> and you still had enough vapor to take the trolley downtown and get a steak dinner. That's the new old person Facebook meme. Like, when I was a kid, or remember when there were only seven clouds? <laughs> clouds. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new flatter. It's a picture of seven clouds, and it says, like if you know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> like if you know there shouldn't be two more. Just some good old boys Never planning ahead <laughs> Each time that they record Gotta come up with a topic And they wish they were dead <laughs> Saving the day The only way they know how Reaching their hand up their ass And seeing what they pull out <laughs> That's right so I said, fuck it. I'm going to do the Dukes of Hazard this week. Uh, you guys know the Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. You've been singing that song to yourself every time you have to come up with a topic, and this is, you finally said, you know what? <laughs> I can do the Dukes. Th- yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only time that I decided, why not just stick with the song itself? How about... <laughs> Those TV theme songs themselves, though, they're pretty funny. They don't have them anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, where it's like a, a little story about, here's what the show's going to be about. Here's a guy. He met this person. They do this. It's this show. Uh, Seinfeld didn't do that. <laughs> so, guys, like I said, we're doing it. Uh, this week's episode is uh, about the TV show the Dukes of Hazard, And I did a lot of homework for this. In fact, I did enough that uh, at some point I switched to incognito mode on my browser because I was starting to get a lot of Dukes of Hazard <laughs> themed crap, um, like vacations mm-hmm. to places and stuff. And mm. more troubling maybe is the <laughs> rebel flag stuff where it's mm. like, um, oh, you're into the rebel flag, are you? Come on now, man. What's wrong with the rebel flag? Surely some of us have been photographed wearing it for years and years and years. Yeah. (laughs) Look, to some people, um, some would say it's about heritage, the rebel flag. Some people might say it's a symbol of hate and racism and of states that seceded to preserve human slavery. Look, I don't have all the answers my, our dear listening audience, <laughs> little Captain Travis, I don't have all the answers, but I would like you to open your mind and consider that for some people 
whose residual income depends on the continued popularity of a TV show <laughs> that prominently features that, it's not racist. How many times do I have to tell you it's not about racism? That's not what we were thinking when we made that show. Please continue to watch the show and visit Cooterville in, I think it's in Virginia. It's, it's all I've got, guys. Uh, I, I, I lost my leg to diabetes. I'm having a hard time. Then those states seceded to preserve states' rights, specifically the right for human slavery. But that <laughs> Specifically right. that right. A yes, right, nonetheless. Not, that's it is a what, right. It's a, yes, it's, it's the principle of the thing. The principle of human It's labor. the principle of the matter. Uh, so, hey, gang, getting that out of the way. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard, pretty good, good-natured show. Um, it was a family action comedy. Um, started the first season kind of not knowing what it was and then figured out, like, hey, this is very popular with families and kids. And then... Got in on that. Like, Roscoe used to call Enos, I think he called him a jackass a lot of times, and then he turned into a dipstick. Enos, you dipstick! Mm. Um, and that's how it ran for the rest of the show. What do you guys remember about the Dukes of Hazard? Did you watch it? Um, Grant, certainly not in its original run, but... No. Yeah. None of you, really, I don't think. Right. Oh, absolutely. Grant, you weren't watching it, it in it? 1981? Uh, <laughs> no. it, it ran past 81, by the way, but yes, I have a memory... No, I know, that's when it started, I think um, it was like... I don't know if this was like dad was doing a job for somebody or it was a friend and I'm toted along. And I remember I threw a tantrum because like, the dudes are hazards on, we got to go home for it. And, uh, and then I remember they put it on for me for a little while and I can kind of picture what the place looked like, but you know, just being a pain in the ass kid. I, I was very into it. I had my, my big wheel that I got was a General Lee modeled big wheel, orange with mm. the, the stuff on it. That's right. Let's big into the Dukes of Hazard. Did the doors not open on it too? You had to like climb in through the window. <laughs> yeah. Dad, well, Dad welded it shut. Uh, so you <laughs> yeah. make it just real. Yeah, it's pretty sweet of him to do that. I can block out the, the racism in my mind. That was a long way to, is a short way to say it. Like, yeah, there's some rebel flags, but I fucking loved the Duke boys. As soon as that song came on, Ben, I got all kinds of great nostalgia. Yeah. I hadn't heard that in in a long time. Um. Obviously watched it in uh, reruns, or at least my memories are are watching it in reruns. But um, I had uh, this weird like cycle in let's say it was seventh or eighth grade. It's junior high football. Every day after practice, J W J William S and I would go to his grandma's house because for whatever reason we like I don't know our parents weren't home for a while. Like we had to go to his grandma's for a while. Every day we'd go to his grandma's after football practice eat dinner and watch the Dukes of Hazzard. No shit. And this was, you know, all football season. We did that through junior high, and um, it just kind of became like our thing. But I, I love, I have like great memories of it, and it's like fun and kooky and silly. But man, doing research for this episode, pulling up a couple of clips on YouTube, I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this. It's so like this is this is true of a lot of TV of that time, but man, the first clip I pulled up. I, I hope you're not covering this, Ben. Boss Hog is in a like a white track suit with a chef hat on. He's on 
an exercise bike mm. and Roscoe's holding a pizza. <laughs> and I'm just like, I know this. What yes. the? F-? And he's like, boy, what are we doing? You know, he's like riding the bike it's, and there's yeah. pizza. I was just like, what the fuck is this 80s? Can you see why this you know, is popular bullshit, with kids? But, I mean, they leaned into that. Like, sure. I, so I watched it, as I mentioned, um, some in its or- original run. Um, I was into it, and then probably there was some syndication or something, but I was into it, as were people my age. So I think we were in high school or something. I don't remember when the first time that it, they had a, you know, TNN or somebody bought it later, and it's like, whoa, it's going to be on TV again. Hell yeah. High fives all around. And you watch one episode. Yeah, two. Yeah, three. And that's it. You're like, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's not for people my age anymore. It's, uh, mm. Yeah. When you're in your twenties, it's not as cool. It's when you're when you're yeah. five, it's fucking rad as hell. You're like, look at that fat <laughs> right. You can trick it. He's just gonna eat all day. He's gonna eat all day. It's very cartoonish <laughs> in that way, which is why it would appeal to kids. And it's so formulaic, which to some degree is comforting. But it's like you know, like he, there's gonna be a car chase, and they're gonna jump over the bridge, and or whatever, and then like they're gonna get away, and everything's gonna be great. And um, yeah, so for kids, that's absolutely fantastic. The good guys win. There's a they're driving a big cool car. Oh. Here's what I loved about it: like I didn't understand the production of media as a kid. I was just a, you know just a kid watching TV. What? I didn't understand like how you have to make it formulaic and repeatable and like how you, and I didn't understand how TV was made, but I was shocked at the amount of solutions to real world Southern problems that a car could have. You could solve <laughs> everything with a car, specifically if it jumped old Oak Street Bridge, <laughs> which they always discovered was out on the way it's to it. out. Yeah. Yeah. The bridge is out? General, no. I mean, obviously, in the Dukes of Hazard, every bridge is out. I guess it's the Hazard County budget. There's something wrong there, but <laughs> bridges and TV and movies are often out. When in the real world is a bridge ever out? When have you ever actually encountered, oh, the bridge is out? <laughs> we got it in the shop to paint it. We're, we're painting it this week. <laughs> yeah. But that's definitely how you get away from the cops in that show or, or the bad guys or whoever. If someone's chasing you, ramp some shit. Might just be a big mm-hmm. pile of dirt. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not always a bridge, could, but you're you're jumping something. The other thing <clears throat> I remember enjoying this, even in junior high, like we were we were loving it, but also like starting to poke fun at it. Um, in fact, this might even hold up if I go back and watch it. Every time they jump, that fucking car crumples like a tin can, and then it cuts it cuts to them cut to the like interior. <laughs> whoa, and then cut to like the car being in perfect condition. Like they they ruin like three cars an episode, yeah. but it always comes out perfectly. That's the one thing I looked up about this show is how many cars? Oh, a bunch! Wow, that was really a lot of cars. <laughs> Doesn't it make it kind of makes you watch that show enough? You're like, kind of want a Dodge Charger. It's kind of like the coolest car. Here's the thing: so, like, it's probably- I would jump my Dodge Charger off of Old Oak Street Bridge. If halfway through, I could go into slow motion and, and right before we went to commercial, I'd be like, oh, them Duke boys better flap their wings and start learning to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if I land. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Balladeer, voiced by Waylon Jennings, who composed and sang the theme song and did the narration of, the, of those bits. Yes. True. One so of the better Jennings. If, if you haven't, so if somehow you were born in a window... After the original run and before the revival, or you uh, you you died young. You're a dead toddler listening to this podcast. Um, mm. 
just uh, <laughs> recap what this is. So the <clears throat> the premise is that this is about this Southern family, the Dukes. Um, cousins Bo and Luke Duke are the main characters. Um, they're guided by their wise Uncle Jesse, who they're living with. Their parents are they're orphans. They're just living with them. The love interest is their cousin uh, Daisy Duke, um, <laughs> who they live with. Uh, very southern. He's not, very he's southern. not directly theirs, but you know, it's like, well, where's the sexual <laughs> tension build in this? You know. So anyway, so there's that. So Daisy Duke, who wears the short. If you've heard of Daisy Dukes and you've never heard of this show, somehow that's what that's all about. Short um, shorts. Yes. So what? So State minimum. Bo and Luke got in trouble for running moonshine. Okay. Um, and to keep them out of prison, there were some deals made. But uh, Boss Hogg, the crooked county commissioner, uh, um, so so sorry. So they're on probation for five years. Part of their probation terms are they cannot leave the county. Okay, and this changes. Sometimes they can, and sometimes they can't. But that's the main. <laughs> that's one of the main conceits. Like, oh, we can't leave the county because we're on probation. Now, on the other side of this, you've got Boss Hogg, the crooked county commissioner, and sometimes he's a judge, and sometimes he's a justice of the peace. It's hard to tell. He's, <laughs> he's very food-motivated, as Matt mentioned. He's, he'll ride an exercise bike if he can get out of pizza. He wants to eat all the time. He's, he's comically motivated by food. Uh, one, wonderful performance by, what was it, Book Sayer, Book Sale? Oh, shit, should have looked up his name. Anyway, uh, Boss Hogg, good stuff. And his right-hand man, Sheriff, and his brother-in-law, Roscoe, Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane. That's a name um, and a half right Also there. fantastic stuff. There's a couple of deputies. There is Deputy Enos, um, who is a good-natured guy. He was like, you know, he, he grew up with the Dukes. He's one of their childhood friends, but he he reluctantly goes along with Boss Hogg's schemes. Boss Hogg is always trying to get rich uh, and land the Duke boys in jail because he hates them so much. Even though he and Uncle Jesse used to run moonshine together back in the day, but oh, he hates those Duke boys so much, um, and he wants to enclose on the family farm or uh, not enclose on them, foreclose, foreclose. on them. Um, might want to enclose on them too. I don't know. Anyway, you have to enclose the foreclose. So on the way, you can do it. The first one, you then the other. Enclose a few farms if you want to make a, mm. a, a foreclosure omelet. So uh, there's a couple of deputies. Enos, uh, nice guy. Um, Huey Hogg at one point, and also uh, that's Boss Hogg's nephew, um, and Cletus, Cletus Hogg, um, also a uh, bumbling idiot, but uh, an excellent portrayal um, by that actor. Then there's a, there's a handful of other characters. You guys know any other characters? Didn't mention. There's a couple of key ones. Who's who's the mechanic? Cooter, crazy Cooter. Cooter. Yes, Ben. Uh, Cooter I'm Davenport. I'm shocked that not only like I'm sure you can look these things up and know them. You're naming all the characters' names, and I was like, "Oh, they do. They did have full names." The fact that you knew, like, I didn't know that the Duke boys weren't allowed to leave the county because they were under, yeah, uh, yeah. probation. It's like name. one of the things. Yeah, not in any of the episodes I saw, or the age at <laughs> which I was watching it, or the attention I was giving it. I was like, "Yeah, they're in trouble." Now they're gonna. Do Corey, were we more worried about their probationary terms, or that they would jump <laughs> shit and, and blow stuff up? Aha. Even in the theme song, in the opening credits, you see them shoot an, a Rambo arrow. One with one of those little, like, it looks like a step drill tip that blows something up. But blam, this outhouse blows up. Because one of their probation terms, I, I looked this in my research that uh, got me all the rebel flag stuff. Um, they part of One of the terms of their probation was they were not allowed to carry firearms. Hmm. So that's so why you, they got, a, they got the, the big right cross that, that lays every bad guy out. 
Uh, and a bow and arrow. Compound why bow. That's they, what, they always got one. Why were they blowing up an outhouse? I, I don't know. I mean, I've, it was in the, I've lived in the country. I understand the answer. The answer is they were blowing up an yeah, outhouse. Because they don't have guns to shoot it with, Corey. Yeah, there we go. Okay. That's also true. Uh, I, most of the listeners of this podcast are from uh, Putnam County, Ohio, I think. And you know, why would you blow up an outhouse? Because you had something to blow it up with. Because like, I had some shit to blow it up with. <laughs> someone was going to blow up an outhouse, you would wear goggles and stand back and behind something so the shit doesn't get on you, but you would watch it blow up. Why Why would you not blow up an outhouse? Yeah. Come on. If you so, saw someone with some explosives, you'd be like, I know where there's an outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, so there, there's, there are some other minor characters that get introduced. Um, it's very formulaic, as you said. Uh, it is... Yeah. You can still have a lot of hijinks and fun with this thing, but it is limited. And especially if you limit it to a sitcom, you know, you don't have to have these elaborate stories. Ah, oh, some there's some crooked scheme. The Duke boys are going to foil it. They foil it. Ah, that's the end. They jump a bunch of stuff. It's it's great. But they can't leave the county. So it's not like the the Duke boys go to New York on this episode or or <laughs> so this fucking thing ran for 7 seasons. I think Matt mentioned earlier the years it was on. 7 seasons this thing ran. I, it's I probably like 200 that, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe 150, but still an, a huge amount. Um, that You got to figure like in my head in like season three, they get a new producer and it's like a guy in a white lab coat and a monocle and he comes in and he sets down his bag. He's like, we have ways of stretching you into a syndication. And he unrolls like a big <laughs> bag full of uh, sitcom <laughs> tropes. <laughs> and they used all of them. <laughs> they used every, every single, single one. one. And then they start back at the top, and they just shift everything to the right. One, okay, do it all <laughs> yep. again, but a little bit weirder. A little it's bit. It's like the Enigma machine. Yes, just reset the wheel. One, there you go. The Duke. Yep. Yeah. The Duke boys were Bo and Luke until they weren't on it for a season or two, and then who are the yeah. other two? Yeah. Yes, Coy and Vance. Coy and Vance. Coy and Vance. Yep. So. Season five, uh, by that point, they're like, they're making so much fucking money on merchandise and everything else. Like, you got to pay all us actors more. And so they went on strike. And Catherine Bach, who played Daisy, was like, I'm, yeah, I'm going on strike, too. They're like, if you go on strike, there might not be a show to come back with or come back to. And in one of the DVD commentaries, uh, it was a showrunner or producer confirmed that, yeah, they would have just canned it. If she was off, too, they would have said, fuck it. It's just <laughs> not worth dealing with. So they tried to get these two complete clone Bo and Luke lookalikes, Coy and Vance, with, oh, Bo and Luke are off stock car racing. Remember the probation thing? How the fuck are they off stock? What, whatever. <laughs> well, we took over their probation so they could go stock car racing. Yes, the probation. We're doing the yeah, probation they, for them. <laughs> they're subletting their probation out. Yes, that's how it works in Hazard County. So they're off doing that, and but you have Coy and Vance. Ratings fucking tank. And part of the reason, the guy, the, the main writer was like, I was saying, like, we got to have them be different because no one's, this is stupid yeah. if they're the exact same. And yes, that's exactly what people thought. It lasted, I don't remember, 10 episodes or something. And then they brought Bo and Luke back and then it moved on. But like I said, it moved on to seven seasons. That was season five when they had fake them yeah, on. Right, right. Some of the some of the interesting conceits, of course, these, these are like sitcom tropes, but that were applied to uh, Dukes of Hazard. That I just flipped through lists of episode and picked out picked out of synopsis. Character gets hypnotized. Of course, that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, temporarily blinded. Uncle Jesse was blind. Oh no, Uncle Jesse's blind. Now we got to deal with that. Um, 
Luke drinks some pond water that drugs were dumped in, and it turns him into the complete opposite. So he acts like a jerk the whole time. He's a big jerk because he accidentally drank some pond water that the bad guys dumped some drugs into. Um, There's a million guest stars that come onto the show. And yes, an alien. There was an episode where they were saying... Are you kidding me? What season did this happen? I just need to know. If it's not seven, you're... Fuck you. It better be seven. There were some UFO sightings around Hazard County. And then it's not just that. They show the alien. It's like rubber mask, big bug eyes thing. I just saw the picture. I didn't get a subscription to some streaming service so I could so I could uh, investigate further. But yes, folks, that's how far the Dukes of Hazard were like, Jesus, what? An alien. All right, there's an alien. I hope that spaceship jumped over the Oak Street Bridge. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> in, in prep for this episode, I was going to make like a great gazoo character uh, as part of my bit, but I thought, ah, no, that's too stupid. They'll never have an alien on Dukes of Hazard. but uh, yeah, here we are. Here um, we are. We got pictures of the alien now. There's one of him in the General Lee. Yeah! <laughs> of course there is! Come Either on, Bleed Luke, ramp the spa- get in the spaceship and tear ass around Hazard <laughs> County in that, or the alien gets in the General Lee. No two ways about it. I hope the aliens just confused so and thought that was the spaceship stupid. anyways. We'll write that. I, dibs on the alien what? driving the General Lee spaceship uh, for another podcast topic. Continue. Absolutely. You're good for next week. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So rounding out those two seasons, by the way, there were two made-for-TV movies, one in 90, 1997 and one in 2000. There was what a film in called? 2005 with Johnny Knoxville and Sean something or other. I forget the, that guy's name. Sean but when, William Scott. There you go. Uh, mm, and then there was a direct-to-video yeah. movie in 2007, and it's pretty much... I think it's over now. It's finally over. All right, folks. As we said, this is kind of formulaic, so we figured, hell, them old boys did it. We can do it. We can coin-advance ourselves our own episode of The Dukes of Hazard. So we're going to try to write an episode for you guys, the listening audience. Yeah, there, there's... There's a writer's strike on. We're scabbing the picket lines, and we're writing an episode of Dukes of Hazard. Oops, all uh, scabs. Um, yeah, by the way, just favorite breakfast cereal. <laughs> a quick note, just to Corey's point of it better have been season seven. There, After the Alien episode, there were two more, and then none ever again. <laughs> just... Shut it down. Those two had already been filmed, but then yeah. that one came out. Too. Alien episode is like getting the light. <laughs> yes. You see yeah. the alien episode, wrap it up. You got at best the two more episodes. Were, mm, yeah, the hook's coming. Thanks, They got Grant. two episodes as they were being yanked off stage. They were very efficient by that point. That's what happened to Game of Thrones. They were like, had the ep- alien episode, and then like, fuck, wrap it up. I don't care about the loose <laughs> Wrap end. it up, baby. Well, all right. Let's write an episode, guys. Corey... Let's let's figure out what's the motivation here. So, what is Boss Hog's get rich scheme this time? Boss Hog always has this plan to make the money, you know, get you know, uh, wet his beak a little bit, as we're saying. And I feel like a modern episode needs a modern scam. So, Boss Hog is going to start selling NFTs. Uh, by which I mean a new type of fries. Um, <laughs> county fairs in town. NTF. And Boss Hog has bought himself a big old fry station. And he's he's going to sell his NFTs, uh, mainly to distract people from the fact that he's siphoning, siphoning off bridge construction budget. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells this to Roscoe, of course, you know, and he's like, I want to make some delicious 
French fries. And uh, Roscoe uh, is like, Ooh, but but uh, my, my chubby little buddy, what do, don't, don't you think that they already have enough fries at the, at the county fair? And then uh, Boss Hog, Corey, what is Boss Hog's probably going to hit him with his hat and say something? He's, he's going to say, uh, what, like call him an idiot or something? You know what he's going to do? He's going to hit him with his hat and go, Roscoe, you ham doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he, he, he says, oh, you know, I'm sorry, boss, but what about if those Duke boys get into this and how are we going to keep them out of, out of our French fries? How, I think it's Adam Sandler's playing Boss Hog now. We'll, we'll find yeah, her, uh, Roscoe. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. I think so. Okay. The, the excited Southerner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the <laughs> modern remake. Uh, Perhaps Matt. a sloppy joe with those French fries. <laughs> um, some Matt, navy beans. Boss Hog is known to try to kill two dukes with one stone. He's going to try to get rich, but at the same time, can he somehow put those duke boys up behind bars? What do you think? Oh, uh, he's going to frame them and they are going to be in with no way out. So, uh, we actually did meant I I took a a uh, algorithm approach of like uh, finding what's out there and throwing it into the hat and pulling things <laughs> out, so, and I came up with Boss Hog pays his nephews, Huey Hog and Jamie Lee Hog, to steal moonshine from Chickasaw County moonshine dealer C.V. Gumble and funnel it through Beauregard Mason, Georgia's biggest fencer of stolen goods. Meanwhile, Boss hires Professor Crandall to hypnotize Bo and Luke so that noted criminal Alabama Jones can plant the Damn stolen it. moonshine in the General Lee. When Bo and Luke come to, first, these are all real characters and real things that I took from real episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, how many different uh, episodes is this? <laughs> uh, when Bo and Luke come to, they're in the General Lee with a stolen hooch, parked in an abandoned construction site, and there is no way out because the bridge leading to the construction site is under construction. <laughs> <laughs> they're cooked. Their goose is cooked. There's Rascal's no way out. That bridge is out. Oh, them two boys ain't gonna have no way over that bridge. This is the final episode, then, right? Well, yeah, they're gonna just obviously get caught and go to jail. He's framed them. It's a perfect. It's the perfect uh, setup. Oh, but uh, one thing, my shiny-headed little buddy. What? What if? What if the two boys find their way out of that car? And uh, uh, Matt, what does what does Boss Hog say to that? Roscoe, you skunk bugger. <laughs> or Roscoe, you mudhound. <laughs> or Roscoe, you cotton-picking skunk bugger. <laughs> or, Roscoe, you cornfed mudhound. Uh, Pick one of those. So the scene ends with you know him whacking him with his with his white hat and chasing him yep. around. Uh, chicken legs uh, flying everywhere. I don't know. Um, so meanwhile, the balladeer you know says you know. Uh, well, everything was looking bright on Boss Hog's day. The sun was uh, setting on the other side of Hazard County where things were getting a little hmm. darker. Um, and it was not race-related. It was not a race-related <laughs> comment at all. Uh, Are you sure? A bunch of dogs just pricked their ears up. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Take that off my Only dogs could hear Hazard it. bingo card. <laughs> Matt, what... Or, sorry, Grant, what scene do we find here? It seems like there's some somebody else that are up to, to no good. The real bad guys in this episode? Eggheads! Those oh, God damn it. Damn eggheads! Them <laughs> <Them> again? <laughs> Wearing glasses and... 
cardigans. Fucking eggheads. They're drinking tea instead of swamp water. Oh, they're shit. always They're always using the computers at the library so you can't look at porn anymore. God damn it. <laughs> I bet those eggheads are coming up with their own new fry recipe. They probably are. They, they, or they egg stole heads. it from me. I mean, oh, God damn it. It looked like Boss Hog was on to something, but it's really, now it's gonna, it's all in those eggheads plan. and mm-hmm. uh, Blocking your fuck, porn access. Right, right when there's no porn access anymore, Boss Hog's going to have to like wank it to comic books. Oh, God dang it. Um, and, and Boss Hog is now getting the Duke boys out of the way with that thing that Matt said for a long time. You can rewind and listen to that. I'm sure you all remember it and memorized it like I yes, have. all of those things. There's, there's something about moonshine and the stuck in a car and the bridge is out. Fence in Georgia, um, something like that. Boss Hog's trying to rig up his fries. He's got Enos and, uh, I don't know, there's probably a chef at the boar's nest, I would assume. Daisy's, Daisy's serving these fries up to everyone. Uh, and Enos is trying to help. He's got he's got his full deputy's uniform on and a, and a fry cook's hat and an apron that makes him look like he's a doofus. Um, but he's just trying to help. But uh, people are leaving the boar's nest to go to the county fair where these eggheads... Have their own fry stand, which it, you know it's it's got like a little whirling things on it and computer print printout, the old green and white line paper printout <laughs> that they're looking at. It and just definitely laughing. has like a tiny satellite dish that's just spinning around. Yes, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> but not in like a perfect motorized way, in a way where it's clearly a, ha- a stagehand uh, spinning some kind of prop. Some <laughs> guy twisting a pole. Yes. How how do the Dukes uncover this plot? How do they uncover this dastardly plot? Because they're going to stumble upon this somehow. What do you guys think? Hmm. Well, they're going to go to the county fair for fries, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And they'll see, you know, their their southern neighbors cooking up home mm-hmm. spun French fries. And then there's these damn eggheads. Who are you? Mm. I've never seen you. Yeah. They're measuring fries with a slide ruler. Uh, <laughs> they have a protractor there. But no one, yeah. the, the riders wearing, don't know what a protractor is for, coats. so it is there anyway. I imagine they're in their van talking about how they're going to uh, subvert Boss Hog's NFT uh, fry stand with their own. And as they pull away, there's the General Lee just sitting there. And then there's Bo and Luke, mm-hmm. or Coy and Vance, just with wide open mouths. <laughs> like, we got to tell Uncle Jesse and everyone else for some reason. They've got to foil these uh, these eggheads with all their technology. They got to foil it with good old fashioned down home technology. They've got like a tin can on a string, listening to the the eggheads mm. in their van. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what it, it's one of those n- big number ten cans, like an old can of tomatoes from the the Boar's Nest restaurant. That's that's the one that's on the van because mm-hmm. the van's big, and then he's got a, a regular soup can. And it's like, yeah, probably Luke's like now you know. Uh, looks like those guys are going to settle Boss Hog's hash, and, you know, I hate to have to come to Boss Hog's aid here, but we can't let these eggheads run Hazard County, right? Mm-hmm. Right? They're, so they're reluctantly... The, the, the egghead scheme is going to work. The, the narrator would say that those fries are sweeter than a honey biscuit with chocolate filling dipped in Aunt Tilly's pussy and covered in fine <laughs> Georgia molasses. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, the finest of the molasses Georgia. producing states. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number one. Indeed. I believe you're. Do you mean to say Georgia? <laughs> oh, this was northern Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. So now it's on. They're, they're, uh, 
And Bosshawk doesn't even realize he's getting help. So he, so the Duke boys head off after these guys. For some reason, just chasing them really fast. It's about getting those NFTs. Um, but Roscoe, sitting there, uh, sitting under a tree, petting his dog Flash, sees the Duke boys, sees the van go by, and go, and then uh, the Duke boys go by, and he double, go, and then uh, he tears off after him. But meanwhile, he radios back, oh, but hey, Bosh Hog, uh, them Duke boys is, is speeding, and, and I'm, I'm right behind him in a hot pursuit. And uh, he says that, uh, you know, uh, he, he's got him right where he wants him, you know? Boss Hog is going to send Enos to help Roscoe out here because he knows Roscoe could use all the help. And, and besides, now it's time to strike. So he sends Enos off after him. Yeah, so Boss Hog says, you know, he says, I'm going to send Enos, right, like you said, to help him. Um, Roscoe's not happy with it, and he says, boy, you are more illiterate than the average eighth grade student <laughs> in West Virginia <laughs> whose test scores are significantly lower than the national average. <laughs> He really nails he really nails him to the wall. Mm-hmm. Enos is feeling bad about this, but he's gonna go he's gonna go try and help the Duke boys. Corey, Daisy's gonna st- she she sees what's happening and she knows she's gotta look out for her cousins slash love interests. And uh so she's gonna try to uh block Enos from going after him. What what is she gonna do? Right. You see you see uh Daisy pick up her eyes and look over at uh Enos getting ready to get into his uh his deputy uh car. And you hear the balladeer say, "No, now that Enos was hornier than a top-heavy goat." <laughs> <laughs> so, That's pretty horny. So, so Daisy comes out and entices Enos and says, "Oh, Enos, um, I was wondering if you would help me with my costume for the fair. I've got this front and back horse costume. I was wondering if you would be the back for me." And, Enos, you know, uh, he's sitting there and, you know, he's pulling his collar and the balladeer's like, that Enos, he's hotter than a muskrat's cunt. Um, <laughs> and so Enos is like, well, yeah, of course, Daisy, I'll, I'll, I'll help you with your costume. Uh, but Daisy tricks him uh, because the front of the horse co- two-person horse costume is just a horse. <laughs> Which, um, be- once she gets Enos in the costume and buttons him up, she starts feeding the horse Hornell chili. <laughs> Yeah, this is a horsean centipede situation here. It's you know, it's just, now it's like a six-legged horse, but uh, I, looks like Enos is off the game board. Uh, the hot pursuit is continuing. the The Duke boys are going to try to get around them by jumping over something. How are they going to try to head them off at a pass? What are they jumping over, guys? To me, the only question is how many chicken coops are in whatever it is they're jumping over? Because obviously, chickens <laughs> got to go flying everywhere. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Do we get points for reverse jumping over Roscoe's uh, patrol car? <laughs> and then oh, be pursuing no, that's him? excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> they get, they're tying him in a knot. He's following yeah. after them. Uh, somehow they go over Plotchman's Gulch, right over the top of Roscoe's car, and inexplicably chickens go flying. <laughs> uh, chickens in his car. <laughs> yeah, yep. chickens go flying. They uh, <laughs> they They definitely, like, land partially on his uh car on purpose to you know put him out of commission and so his car is flattened and then uh boss hog sees that and he says why your car is lower than the average median household income in mississippi (laughs) which is the lowest in the nation (sighs) Uh, um, boss hog knows his demographics comptroller isn't he he's got to know he's a comptroller of the piece (laughs) i think in at least one episode (laughs) 
Well, yeah, and then to to your point though, Roscoe does kind of like fire back, call him like, "Well, you you big, you know, uh, makes fun of his weight or whatever." And he says, "Well, I am fatter than the average Kentuckian, forty percent of whom are medically obese as of twenty twenty one." This is an educational program. Mm-hmm. Uh, while this chase is going on, um, their good buddy. Cooter, who we've never seen in the episode so far, we haven't seen him so far. Um, you just see his tow truck sitting there, and you hear the CB chatter. Um, and uh, Cooter, finally, you see his hand reach in uh, and put the CB up to his ear to listen better. <laughs> he's kind of looking like a sweaty bag of baked potatoes, as he usually does. Um, and he starts thinking he's going to do something to try to help him out there. Grant, what kind of a what kind of distraction does Cooter engineer to help the Duke boys out? So, the most distracting thing he can think of, he's going to put Daisy mm-hmm. in the longest jorts you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Longer than the county limit. She's going to be tripping over herself in these jorts. I see. They're running him. I see why it's got to be Cooter, because he has to use his tow truck to pull these things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To get him to the boar's nest, he needs the tow truck to pull him. Mm Mm-hmm. This might not be a PG uh, show, this this one with those long jorts. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This was season five when it was (laughs) X-rated. Yeah, that's right. Um, But the bottomless bottomless Dukes of Hazzard. Uh, (laughs) Matt... Uh, we still got we still have Roscoe on the game board heading after those Dukes. What are they going to do to try to trick or distract Roscoe? Well, they give uh, Roscoe the right to vote, which makes him think he has political agency. <laughs> but he doesn't. He's over there thinking like, oh, I have a say in what happens in my political life. And meanwhile, get to my Scott Free. <laughs> and he's over there. He, he comes, so then he comes up to Boss Hog. He's like, "Well, let me tell you something here, Boss. You know, I I, I got the right to vote." So and he says, uh, "Boss Hog cuts him off." He says, "Boy, are you high? You're higher than the infant mortality rate in Mississippi, <laughs> which is nearly double the national average, according to our friends at the CDC." <laughs> And he says, what? And he says, I said, you're higher than the homicide mortality rate in Mississippi, the highest in the nation as of 2021, according to the CDC once again. <laughs> Grant, you want to jump in on this? Any other uh, insults from Boss Hog? He'll, he'll smack him with his hat and he'll say, Roscoe, why you hen scratching, horse watching, dog licking, Whale fucking crow worshiping sheep marrying goo gaw. Yeah. We got the them Duke boys got the all clear now. You got you know everyone's taken care of and they, but, but they had to bleep goo gaw anyway. <laughs> that fucking goo-gaw is out of it. Uh, they pull, we don't use that word anymore. They pull around in front of that van, cutting them off, and uh, they get out like, well, well, looks like you're not going anywhere, eggheads. The eggheads get out and pull a gun on them. Ah, mm. shit. But it's like a crazy science gun. And again, you can see the stagehand spinning the little satellite dish. Uh, 
Uh, the balladeer I mean, says something as they go to commercial, something like, now I don't remember. Was them boys bulletproof? Um, and then uh, they come back. Uh, how do they get out of this one? Well, the same way they always do, by each of them punching the guy right in the face. Blap! Yeah. A big right cross. Punch, chicken feathers go flying everywhere. Yeah, chicken feathers <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Daisy comes around the corner, turns around. Her hem is a foot past her shoes. She, her, the, her jorts are all the way. She's tripping over those things. They turn and do like a little, you know, Google it. Go what? And that's when mm-hmm. you hear the like the loudest stage punch noise you've ever heard. <laughs> as they as they as the Duke boys break out of uh, hey, it's Matt? just an actual recorded gunshot. <laughs> Matt, can we revise that scene to where Daisy comes riding in on the two person horse costume with Enos as the back? <laughs> <laughs> with the hem of the long jorts still dragging along the ground. Dragging it. The, the yeah, horse they're dragging from the ground. That's even better. It shows how long they are when she's up on the horse that her, her George her dragon. <laughs> now, due to, due to broadcast regulations at the time, you could not actually see the bottom of the George. They always went off screen. You could never yeah. actually see the bottom. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes those episodes... I think we, we have a good episode here, guys. We can put this one in the can. But I do want to mention that some of those guest stars um, were this old speed trap gag that they would do. So... Um, Boss Hogg would hear that a country performer, a country singer was going to be performing or traveling through the area, and he would have Roscoe make this crazy speed trap like, you know, five miles an hour on the highway or something like that. Then he'd pull him over, and then it's like, well, you can get out of your ticket if you perform at the Boar's Nest tonight. And then all these famous country singers... um, you know, uh, Johnny Paycheck. Instead cetera, of paying like the $60 fine or whatever it yeah. was at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I better do a full concert <laughs> for strangers. Yeah, I guess we'll just do a concert tonight here instead of making our schedule and doing it where we were <laughs> in a place here where we sold five tickets. For, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Can't have a ticket on our record. When we got one point yeah. left on our license. All musicians <laughs> do. Yes. I have pulled up right now, so if we're doing this episode now, I have pulled up the current top 40 2023 country songs. I'll read you guys a couple of good ones as mm. I come across them. Uh, Heart Like a Truck. <laughs> uh, these are song titles. You just made that. That's not a thing. <laughs> nope. That's I'm what reading, you'd come up with uh, if you were coming up with a bad joke. That's one of those comedy bang bang songs. Uh, that's worse. With the like, si- those okay. are funny. <laughs> okay. Heart Like a Truck by Lainey Wilson or... Wait in the Truck featuring Lainey Wilson <laughs> by Hardy. Uh, you want to sing about trucks, you want Lainey Wilson on the track. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so uh, there's two top country songs. You guys can decide which one we're going to have them perform. Heart Like a Truck or uh, written by Lainey Wilson or Wait in the Truck featuring Lainey Wilson. Which one are, which one are we going to do on the show this week? Ben, I want the remix of Wait in My Heart Like a Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait in My Heart, parentheses, uh, like a truck. Like a truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Lainey Wilson remix. <laughs> I think that's a featuring show, Featuring Kid Rock. I think that's a show. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the episode, I want to see Cooter hauling the Eggheads fry wagon out of the mm. out of the way, and everyone enjoying a wholesome uh, a box, bag of fries or something from uh, the NFT stand. Nice, hell yeah! Uh, Closure. I think we did it. Justice. Little that's that is Southern justice. Uh, little Captain mm-hmm. Travis. Um, hope you enjoyed our Dukes of Hazard episode. If you would like to know more statistics about poverty in the South, 
uh, email <laughs> us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see the alien episode of our podcast, uh, you can find it on Instagram. We are at Free Legal Advice Podcast. And if you, you know what, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're not doing it anymore. I, I went on strike, but apparently Coy and Vance are still tweeting over there. So uh, you can see what Coy and Vance are up to. We're on Twitter, or they're on Twitter, at Free Legal Pod. Yeah, and if you like the show, and you know how the Duke boys are going to get out of this one... Tell the balladeer. He's been he's been really curious. He's running out of ideas. Classic. Classic. A classic bit. Episode one seventy five. Which is nice, because that goes into our next question of which brother is the oldest. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Which, I Me. don't... You don't yeah, I say, I don't, you don't... Don't change horses midstream. I'm going with Grant again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hmm. still go with me, but it might be Matt. There was some... He had some record in high school. It might have been being the oldest of us. There was somehow how he was like third of fourth or something like that, or three in a position of four. And well, there, there was a whole thing. Something like that. Ben might be the oldest uh, physically, but, you know, I like to think of myself as an old spirit. Uh, <laughs> so that's my answer. Uh, I am, and I have to think about this, 32 years old. However, uh, I am also aging a year every year for my unborn twin. So I am actually 64 years old. <laughs> I am the oldest. That's how that works. Yes. My unborn twin is dead. RIP. Uh, big ups. You're up there being unborn and with Dick Trickle. Uh, being unborn with Dick Trickle. <laughs> born with Dick Trickle. Uh, and so I am living for you. You know, I, I am living, you are living through me. Grant, you want to so, be careful. Yeah. The candle that burns twice as, twice as bright burns half as long. <laughs> well, I'm going for the record. Grant has that sticker in the back window of his car. It's like, <laughs> it, it is 1988 to 1988. It's, it's never like, to never. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, it just it's just like uh, a cluster of circles with wings on it <laughs> but yeah yeah never forgotten i feel like we don't talk enough about uh the impact of grant's unborn twin and what powers he may or may not have absorbed uh in that mm-hmm. process well dibs on top secret unborn god twin damn it, ben, god damn it i was just about to say white shoot said uh, I have the I have the strength of a grown man and a little baby. <laughs> That's why your punches it really are so is the soft. Goes to eleven. Like if he needs a little boost, he's right. got that he needs little extra a little push. He can push he over the edge. Under that and flips that switch. The Nas kicks in. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> Nas. Twin is Nas. The Nas. The Fast and Furious Nas. He's at the bench press. He's lifting a huge amount at the bench press, and he's like, "I can't quite do it." And the next thing you know, there's like a little binky in his mouth. He's sucking around like. <laughs> pushes it all the way up. Baby power. That's why he's Tokyo drifting all over mm. that bench press, Corey. Gone uh, in 60 of, trimesters. Speaking anyway. of gone in... <laughs> wow. Turn internet over.